0: Chapter four Part four of O Pioneers by Willa Cather. The recording is in the public domain. The next morning Angelique, Amade's wife, was in the kitchen baking pies, assisted by old Mrs. Chevalier. Between the mixing board and the stove stood the old cradle that had been Amade's, and in it was his black eyed son. As Angelique, flushed and excited, with flour on her hands, stopped to smile at the baby, Emil Bergson rode up to the kitchen door on his mare and dismounted. Medea is out in the field, Emil. Angelique called as she ran across the kitchen to the oven. He begins to cut his wheat today, the first wheat ready to cut anywhere about here. He bought a new header, you know, because all the wheat's so short this year. I hope he can rent it. To the neighbors. It costs so much. He and his cousins bought a steam thresher on shares. You ought to go out and see that header work. I watched it an hour this morning, busy as I am with all the men to feed. He has a lot of fans, but he's the only one that knows how to drive the header or how to run the engine, so he has to be everywhere at once. He's sick, too, and ought to be in his bed. Emile bent over Hector Baptiste trying to make him blink his round bead-like black eyes. "'Sick? What's the matter with your daddy, kid? Been making him walk the floor with you?' Angelique sniffed. "'Not much. We don't have that kind of babies.' It was his father that kept Baptiste awake. All night I had to be getting up and making mustard plasters to put on his stomach. He had an awful colic. He said he felt better this morning, but I don't think he ought to be out in the field overheating himself. Angelique did not speak with much anxiety, not because she was indifferent, but because she felt so secure in their good fortune. Only good things could happen to a rich, energetic, handsome young man like Amadie, with a new baby in the cradle and a new header in the field. Emile stroked the black fuzz on Baptiste's head. I say, Angelique, one of medée's grandmothers, way back, must have been a squaw this kid looks exactly like the indian babies angelique made a face at him but old mrs chevalier had been touched on a sore point and she let out such a stream of fiery patois that emile fled from the kitchen and mounted his mare opening the pasture gate from the saddle emile rode across the field to the clearing where the thresher stood driven by a stationary engine and fed from the header boxes as amedee was not on the engine Emil rode on to the wheatfield where he recognized on the header the slight wiry figure of his friend coatless his white shirt puffed out by the wind his straw hat stuck jauntily on the side of his head the six big workhorses that drew or rather pushed the header went abreast at a rapid walk and as they were still green at the work they required a good deal of management on amaday's part especially when they turned the corners where they divided three and three, and then swung round into line again with a movement that looked as complicated as a wheel of artillery. Emile felt a new thrill of admiration for his friend, and with it the old pang of envy at the way in which amedee could do with his might what his hand found to do, and feel that, whatever it was, it was the most important thing in the world. "'I'll have to bring Alexandra up to see this thing work,' Emile thought." it's splendid when he saw emile Amédée waved to him and called to one of his twenty cousins to take the reins stepping off the header without stopping it he ran up to emile who had dismounted come along he called i have to go over to the engine for a minute i got a green man running it and i gotta keep an eye on him emile thought the lad was unnaturally flushed and more excited than even the cares of managing a big farm at a critical time warranted as they passed behind a last year's stack amity clutched at his right side and sank down for a moment on the straw ouch i got an awful pain in me emile something's the matter with my insides for sure emile felt his fiery cheek you ought to go straight to bed middy and telephone for the doctor that's what you ought to do amity staggered up with a gesture of despair how can i I got no time to be sick. Three thousand dollars worth of new machinery to manage, and the wheat so ripe it will begin to shatter next week. My wheat's short, but it's got a grand full berries. What's he slowing down for? We haven't got header boxes enough to feed the thresher, I guess. Amity started Hotfoot across the stubble, leaning a little to the right as he ran, and waved to the engineer not to stop the engine emile saw that this was no time to talk about his own affairs he mounted his mare and rode on to saint agnes to bid his friends there good-bye he went first to see raoul marcel and found him innocently practicing the gloria for the big confirmation service on sunday while he polished the mirrors of his father's saloon as emile rode homewards at three o'clock in the afternoon he saw amadis staggering out of the wheat field supported by two of his cousins Abel stopped and helped them put the boy to bed. End of Chapter Four, Part Four.